Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. I'm Jeff. I'm Alex. And this is Germal. Germal. This is Germal Shuffle. <laughs> talking about gerbils or germals? This is a ger- the ger- this is the German <laughs> Shuffle, number eighteen. We're doing it again because because uh, they're fun and we like them. So. Yeah. And again, I know you've all heard it before, but if you're new to the show, the German Shuffle is an episode in which we don't talk about one topic. We cover a wide variety of topics. We go boom, 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 cover a lot. It's really fun. You guys seem to like them. So um, that's yeah. why we keep bringing them back because uh, the ratings just keep going up. So every time we do a shuffle. So why not just like Let's keep, keep sh- doing it. Keep it going. Maybe at some point it's not a shuffle anymore. It's just an episode. It's just, it's just a show now. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> this is what just, we do. Just, it is what it is. Anyways, that's what's going on. And that's what we're going to do. Let's uh, we go. shuffle it up. Let's shuffle it up. Today's episode is brought to you by Time Ride Berlin, which is the only way to actually time travel in Germany. Yeah, we recently had the chance to visit the Time Ride attraction in uh, central Berlin, and we're really excited to talk to you guys about it. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. It's a 45-minute virtual reality experience that lets you take tours of Berlin, but you know, not your standard like walking tour um, where they show you photos, etc. You know, they actually let you tour Berlin streets in the past, you know, in historic time periods. Yeah, exactly. And they give you like a really fully immersive experience that makes you feel that you're actually back in time. Exactly. They offer multiple tours, but the first one we experienced was their brand new Berlin 1985 VR tour, and it was super fun. Yeah, so first they present you the history of the divided city of Berlin in the 1980s, you know, to give you your bearings. And then you're introduced to three real Berliners who experienced what life was like in 1985 in the East and West during a crazy time, you know, when the punk scene's growing in the West and the power of the secret police is growing in the East. So you choose one of these Berliners to be your guide as you step onto the quote unquote bus which is actually a time machine in a way. Yeah, and the thing is, you really feel like you're sitting on a real bus. Like they did, they did the whole nine yards there, and then you put your virtual reality goggles on and actually take a bus tour through 1985 Berlin. You're sitting there, and you actually feel the vibration of the bus. Yeah, like when the bus stops, the vibration stops. So it really, it was super immersive. And again, since it's 360 VR, you look around and uh, you look at other other people on the bus with you. You're looking at the streets of Berlin. It's it's really it's it's really really interesting. Yeah, and we truly recommend it to all of you who are either living in Berlin or those you who are planning to visit this uh, summer. They offer tours in German and in English. Oh, and Spanish, Italian, and French. So to learn more, go to timeride.de or just stop by Simmerstrasse 91, barely a two-minute walk from Checkpoint Charlie in the heart of Berlin. Yeah, do it. And how you doing? Hey, guys. It is episode 142. Loving it. It's Whiskey Wednesday. Whiskey Wednesday. Whiskey Wednesday. Now, of course, you probably are like, we hate you because you took a pause last week. Right. Now, um, yes, we were bad. We've been we've been palsy boys recently. But as I, as I said in the Instagram post, man, that that week we were just both there's just too much happening, just couldn't make it happen. You know, some, sometimes you just get overbooked in a week, and you're just like, we, and then of course when you have like important stuff, life things, yeah, and, like and, what's the first thing to go? It's like okay, the podcast I do for fun. And you know, you know like, what, guys, yeah, we're, we're not getting paid for this. You know, this isn't our job. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, but we not do because, we can not because we don't love you guys, but you know, but yeah, lately we've just had a lot going on. So um, we just want you to miss us a little bit. You know? Yeah. What did I say? Always leave them wanting more. So we right. just get you guys salivating. Don't know what you, you have know, till it's gone. You know, you like throw the steak and then you pull it back with a little, you know, little fishing string, you know, like, oh, well, got to be faster than that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, classic. But anyways, let's um, get into the news and stuff. Yeah, we're back. Um, let's go ahead. Why don't you start? All right. So I got a very like Berlin one for you. Uh, an unfortunate sign of the apartment rental situation here in Berlin. Yeah. Uh, about a week ago, um, like a standard apartment viewing in Charlottenburg, which is uh, West a d- district of Berlin. Yeah. District of Berlin. Uh, had to be shut down after it created 150 meters. So that's like r- roughly like, what, 500 feet? Yeah. A uh, long line of people looking to get to look at the apartment, just to view it. So you're talking about like two or three city blocks of people just waiting to view a, a, an average looking apartment. Yeah, exactly. This wasn't anything crazy. It was a standard three bedroom, um, nothing you know, crazy out of the ordinary. The, the, th- the thing that I heard was crazy was that it was being offered for a fair price. That was it. Which makes sense. Like, like not cheap, what you should be paying for that apartment. And that's what was crazy. And that's why there was a line of, uh, how many people would be in a 150 meter long line? I don't, I don't know. 150 meter long line? I mean, yeah, you can fit what? Three people in about a meter? 
Yeah, if you're getting with really some cozy, space, with some we'll, space. we'll say two to three. You know what I mean? So that, that's like three between three hundred and four hundred fifty people. I'm gonna say at least two hundred fifty people, at least. Yeah, yeah. which is uh, insane. Which it's not out of the, like I know six seven years ago I, I experienced that a little bit as well. But it would be like, but but crazy would be you'd see like a line of like 40, 50 people and you'd be right. like, okay, screw that. Like, I'm never going to get that. I mean, you know? It just shows how scarce, you know, a good, a decent price apartment is. Oh, it scares me, man. It scares, it scares, like, I feel bad for, if for whatever reason, you know, who knows what the, you know, say my landlord tomorrow is like, sorry, you guys have to move out for whatever, who knows why? Or one of our friends has to move out, whatever. Right. And this is what's waiting for them. You know what I, I mean? Know, and that's like really scary. And I think, you know, we, we talk about here trying, we want to get people to come over to the city because it's a great city, but it's getting harder to recommend it if you're new here. You don't already have your the reality roots. is guys stay away because you're taking apartments from us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You actually <laughs> go to Munich. But the odd thing is we've had a lot of listeners who've met, you know, they message us. They, they mentioned they're moving to Berlin. Yeah. And it seems like they all seem to find apartments within the, you know, first couple months. So I guess, um, I guess yeah, you can guess afford it. it. I don't know. I don't know. It's actually funny the other day um, on the weekend, like two or three weekends ago, uh, a bunch of people kept ringing our doorbell. And we're like, hello? And they're like, hey, we're, we're here to view your apartment. And we're like, what? No, we're not selling this. And then you, you should have just let them up and showed them around. It's like, hey, it was our apartment. And then, <laughs> then they're like, hey, when's it going to the market? You're like, it's not. I don't know. It's not. Just, you said you wanted to view it. So, so I'm just show, showing, you, yeah. showing you around. Hey, man, you want to play some Xbox? Or, you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it happened again, then again, then again. Because I guess the neighbor who's selling theirs has a similar last name as Bobby. Oh. So they kept ringing our doorbell instead. Whoopsies. Yeah. But it was fine. It was actually kind of ridiculous because I went down, took down the trash. And it was just like a zoo all in the hallways. People just look walking around and so, but not renting, selling. Oh, maybe it was for rental. I don't know. Actually, oh, okay, I don't know what it was. Pro- probably a rental, to be honest. Because I think, yeah, I don't know. Probably a rental. Okay, so that means yeah, just um, in general, actually it had to be rental because you're not allowed to sell within the first five years, anyways, after buying. True. I hate that rule. I love that rule. That's what keeps the apartment rent prices down. No, but I hate it. Like you should be allowed to flip and stuff if you want to. No, fuck that. Next, oh, this is a fun one. This is just, this kind of stuff just annoys me. Uh, <laughs> anyone who wants to visit the Pergamon Museum in Berlin should do it. It's like one of the most famous museums yeah, in the city. You should do it before October. Now, the Pergamon, as you mentioned, it's one of the main attractions um, on what's called Berlin, Ber- Berlin's Museum Insel, which is the museum island. It's this little island in the center of the city that only has museums, hence museum Island. Right. I mean, there are a few apartments there. Yeah, there are a few, yeah. Like, but, like a hundred. But I would say three of like the biggest, most popular museums that Berlin has to offer are there. And one of them is called the Pergamon Museum. Right. Now, the reason you should visit it soon in the next few months is because <laughs> it'll be closing in October for renovations. And don't just think, oh, yeah. wait till the end of renovations. Yeah. Because the museum is scheduled to reopen in <laughs> 14 years. That is, that is one four. That is a decade plus four, 14 years Worth of reserva- renovations. I'm going to be in my mid to late 40s. Jesus, I've heard of... <gasps> uh, Ooh. Any time... Yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. You're going to be in your mid 40s, right? You're going to be walking by and you'll be like, oh, babe, I remember talking about this like on the po- on that podcast. You had a podcast? You know, like, it'll be, that's how long down the road it's going to be. But like, I've heard of like one, two year renovations. Even that's like a hefty. Lot. 14 years and they say it's going to cost between 700 million and 1.3 billion Great. What are they um, doing? You just build a whole new museum or like buy some subsidized housing. It's it's pretty insane. Like the the only like explanation I saw is it's they said the museum was da- damaged during World War II and they wanted to reopen it really quickly after the war. And so they very like haphazardly slapped it back together. So like nothing is like to code or done right. And so they basically have to like redo the entire It's worked museum. for 80 years, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. But like 14, like... I want to see the list of shit that needs to be done. Oh, I love and, to see and the that. guy who had to add it up, you know, and then had to go back to the city of Berlin, like, okay, so this is going to be, you'll reopen in 2037. <laughs> like, unless so like, like individually taking out an old brick and then putting a new one in and then next brick. I think, I think you're right. I think if you just dynamited the whole place, yeah. just started from scratch, you could be done in like five years. Easy. You know, I mean? of course, you know, remove all the valuable treasures and stuff out before, I mean, you, yeah, before you, you dynamite. I mean, like, then you have, then <laughs> that you would just, make. Then you just have the empty museum boards like, this is where the blank would have gone if we, if we didn't remember, dynamite it. <laughs> if remember, to, if remember to remove everything before dynamiting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's just... Uh, it sucks. That's a thing. So if you want to see Nefertiti, you have to wait. Yeah. 14 years. At least. I mean, knowing Berlin, it's going to be more like 20 to 30 years. So. Oh, God. 
Uh, speaking of, I can't wait to go back when we're in our seventies. <laughs> speaking of things taking a long time, this next one kind of fits that glove yeah, as so well. This is this is good and weird, bad, annoying news. So uh, Germany has finally decided to move forward in legalizing recreational marijuana. And now, when did they first announce this? It was a year and a half ago. Was, uh, yeah, when when the new government came in, uh, what was it? Yeah, a year and a half before the um, Ukraine war in right. Ukraine started, yeah. They said one of their main things is that they're going to uh, try to legalize recreational marijuana, which and, is a good thing. And, and they said it was going to be like the States, like there's going to like, you know, every street corner, there's going to be a shop. You go buy the weed. Everything's legal, right. normal, just like legal weed. And so the, the problem is with that is that weed is also illegal from the EU. So all, all EU countries are going to follow that law. And I hate to break it, but Germany is in the EU. Germany like is the EU. So whoever drafted this law did not really think it through that think much. Think it forward. Yeah. Maybe they thought they could bypass it and EU's like, nah, you can't. I don't know. But, and contrary to many people's beliefs, it is not legal in the Netherlands. It is not legal in Amsterdam at all. It's very illegal there. Well, it, it's just it, the cops it, it, it don't is care. It is in its form. Like, like, like from, from what I re- I've read, like there's either one of the having it, like there's like you can have, there's like having it, selling it, Smoking it, one of those is actually legal, but the cops like and also it's like cops are it's illegal for the cops to search you or like there's there's like a yeah. bunch of stuff going on but there. But at the end of the day, they just they just don't really care. And like the weed they're getting there is also black market illegal weed. It's not that's not grown, you know, in a legal way. So just uh, clear that up. So what Germany is going to be doing supposedly is weed will be legalized, but they cannot sell it in like stores because that's a supply chain that the EUs make made illegal so what they're gonna be doing at first that is the us made illegal the eu made illegal okay you, you mixed eu with us and it was like eus to use um Ooh, maybe someday that'll be a thing i mean that'd be wild so what what, what you can have now in germany is well not now like we don't know when this is actually gonna be they, they said it should be in a few months but you know we'll see is they're gonna have you can have you can join a grow club a club can be up to 500 people where you just grow together and like share weed and then you can smoke it and that's fine. So you actually have to like work and grow right. it. Right. You can't just show up and buy it. You, you can have three plants in your own house and you can have up to like, I don't know, 50 or hundred grams, whatever it is. I can't remember, but you can smoke it legally. That's all good. So that's good. And then they said they're going to open, they are going to open up shops, but only in certain cities around the country at the beginning. Mm. So it's a very watered down version yeah. of the utopia they promised before. But you know, steps, baby steps. Baby so steps. it's better than nothing. Yes. Speaking about it, nothing. Uh, so now we, we mentioned in the past month or so how Germany's rolling out its own version of, um, what is it called in the Esta. US? The ESTA. Now, you know, maybe a lot of Americans don't know this, but when somebody from uh, Europe or wherever comes to visit the US, before they have to go online, fill out a little form, say their name, where their hotel is. Um, how long you're staying. There's a question that says, are you a terrorist? You have to say no if you want to visit, you know, because we say yes, it's kind of like, what are you doing? Uh, and and it's, and it's like a, I don't even know somewhere. It's like a ten euro fee, somewhere plus or minus, somewhere around there. You know yeah. about. Um, bef- and this is before they can visit, right? Now, uh, up until recently, Americans uh, could visit Europe without having to do anything. They just have the passport. You go, but kind of like um, Europe is rolling out its own version. It was the, like tit for tat yeah, of the ESTA, but they're calling it the Etias. Now it's supposed to come out this year, but delays, delays. So it's coming out next year at some point, maybe even further. It keeps getting delayed, right? But what they're saying is watch out for fake Etias websites because apparently as of now, there's something like 50 websites online that ask for your money and your details in order to fill out the form for you and mind you to fill out a form that doesn't exist yet. Mm. So these are... Great. So so, so like when Etias actually comes out, there will be legitimate websites that can help you fill out this form, right? But Etias is not even rolled out yet. But Americans have heard of this, right? So some people might Google it. Oh, oh, here, fill out, fill out your ITS form. Just give us 20 euro and give us all your personal information, your passport picture, you know. So they're saying... So guys, it's a phishing scam. Yeah, so guys, Watch out. so guys who are visiting Europe, do not fill out any ITS forms. It is not a thing yet, not even until next year. So uh, just don't do it. Yeah, don't. Don't do that. Be safe. Next one in a controversial move. Uh, Germany is shutting down its last three nuclear reactors this weekend. Yeah. Germany has a weird relationship with uh, nuclear energy. They were supposed to be shut down, but then we decided we, we decided to cut everything off from Russia. And then we're like, oh, crap, we need those. But now we still need those, but they're shutting down anyway. So, Yeah, it's, it's interesting because um, 
a lot of nuclear nowadays is pretty clean, except for the waste. But, or, or when there's an accident. You know? Right, it was an accident. Yeah. But like, it's generally like the new ones are actually like pretty good for the environment and not terrible. But Merkel was like really against it, and then Germans got really against it, and it's like the devil's energy. And now they're just shutting it all down, even though the rest of Europe's like, hey, it's not coal, and Germany's like, yeah, we'll use coal. So it's it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think it was like you said, it's like it was a pledge that was made, and they had they had like have to follow through with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if, 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 even though the, the, the this the energy situation because of the war has shifted a lot, it has. But and they did post. They, they, I think they were supposed to be shut down ages ago, right? But because I of the war, so. they kept them going a little bit longer. And, but and, now they're like, okay, we have to like follow through. I know? wouldn't necessarily mind it if if Germany wasn't still like I, I forget what it is, but a large percentage is still using fossil fuels. And Germany is good with green gas. Like they are decent at it, but it's not nearly yeah, well, well, Ger- where it needs to be. Germany uses um, like three times as much renewable new, renewable energy as the U.S. or anywhere else. So like. Germany's actually doing pretty well. I, yeah, I guess when you compare, it's just like, because I think like, this is cleaner than fossil fuels. So why are we just, can we just we wait a little bit until we transfer a little more to green? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but, I, but I think like something like half of German electricity is like um, windmills. You know what I mean? Like, so like, no, give me that much. It, it's something, something huge like that. Yeah. And like the US, it's probably what, like, Eight percent, or you know, like three percent. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. But yeah, well, according I, I, to a certain president, windmills are dangerous to wind turbines because uh, can kill the birds. Jeff, the birds. Yeah, you know, also kills birds, like birds, people with guns, and other, other birds, other birds, larger birds. <laughs> um, so just just looking it up right now, you're actually right. I was I was I was dead off. Uh, the in 2022, renewable energy sources provide. 254 billion kilowatt hours. Oh, yeah. Which is how much percent, Jeff? What would you think? Exactly. 46.2% of German electricity. <laughs> oh, so half. That's what I said. Yeah, half, yeah. With wind power being the most important energy source in German electricity. So it's actually more than I thought. So maybe I'll eat my words a little bit. So, yeah, Germany still does uses coal, which sucks, but um, it does really well in obviously in other ways. That's pretty insane. Hmm. And I, I, so does I, that, does that make them climate neutral? Because they balance, balance each other out? No. <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works, but... No, no, it's not. Like, But it's funny, if you like quickly read the definition and like aren't really paying attention, it makes it sound like you can do as many shitty things as you want as long as you balance it out somehow. Yeah, exactly. I mean? That's neutral. Yeah. I killed 80 whales, but... I also... I helped a thousand grandmothers cross the street, so... <laughs> you know. Those are equal. So, so I'm climate neutral, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, a whale's life is worth crossing later across the street, right? Well, I mean, if you look it up, they're like there's an exchange rate of whale to grandmother... I'm sure they're. I don't know. It's like seven to one. I don't. I forget. It's been a while. But (laughs) been a while since I looked it up. Oh, oh, and Um, actually, speaking of correcting ourselves, yes. um, What we were, we, we, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. We, we were, we talked about. we brought up uh, uh, cans. We're talking about recycling and cans. Yeah. And, and we might have, might have had an unfavorable view of cans, but we looked it up and actually, like, recycling cans is actually the best thing for the environment out of all of the options of glass or um, plastic. Incredible. Yeah. So apparently not that, not as bad. Like, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, uh, you were Googling and you texted me and I was like, I don't believe you. And then you sent me the link and I, and I still didn't really believe you. Cause like, that's, I, I feel like all, yeah, all yeah, going yeah, up. Like, yeah, cans yeah, are bad. Cause after, yeah. After the podcast, you, you, you were like, you're like, Oh, cans are the worst for the environment. And I, and I was saying like, is it not like, I didn't really know. Like, because, because then I remembered last time I was in Portland, um, there's a few grocery stores I was at that had canned water instead of bottles of water, right? And they were saying like how much better for the environment it was. And then I was like, in my head, I was like, wait, well, they wouldn't have switched if it wasn't. And then I, then I Googled it and it was like, yeah, like recyclable cans are top the list in terms of being better, not, okay, none of it's good for the environment, but better for the environment right. than plastics. Or glass. And it even said an unrecycled can is still better than a recycled glass bottle because the amount of energy and pollution made by making a glass bottle is so much more than making a can that it like, yeah, it's, it's weird. But I wonder what the font system, so like returning the bottles, having them cleaned and reused, I wonder if that's better. I would assume so. No, no, because it said an unrecycled can is still bet like, so it- I, I, Right, it's like a bottle, but because um, sometimes when you recycle a glass, it's melted down and remade. But uh, bottles and fond are just reused. They're yeah, just but, clean yeah, but, and reused. Yeah, but think of all the energy and water being used. Whereas just, you're just throwing a can away, you're not using anything. Yeah, and, I, yeah. I tried looking that up, and I couldn't really yeah. find anything because it's such a specific system in parts of Europe. Yeah. But I wonder if you yeah, have the cleaning of the bottles. I, would assume, I don't know. I don't really know. But 
It's interesting. And also, I, I think you're just still sticking to it. You still have it in your head that can't I, so bad. I, I mean, right? Maybe. <laughs> I don't believe you. Um, moving on. Uh, wow, it's a long thing. Special ma- thank you to uh, your mom for donating. Yes, thank you, mom, so much for Legend. your donation. You're awesome. And uh, yeah. if any of you wish to donate as well, you can do so anytime via our donation button, which appears at the bottom of all pages on our website. So feel free and thank you, thank you for helping us out all these years because um, you are the reason we're still here. Thank you guys. Exactly. So how you been, man? <laughs> yeah, good. You know, it's been it's been two weeks. Uh, not a lot going on. Last weekend didn't do much, but the weekend before that was Easter. Hope everyone Ooh, had yes. and Passover. So I hope all you people observe. I've never Passover. really been a big Easter guy. I don't understand Easter. <laughs> doesn't make doesn't make sense to me. I know, I, I, just the whole concept of. This person died for your sins, but then he comes back later. And he's like, well, he didn't die for anything. Or he then. died. He didn't die for your sins. He died for you ability to eat chocolate bunnies. Okay. That, that's that what he died for. Laid, laid by uh, eggs laid by a bunny. Right. I don't get it. Which I think was made by Willy Wonka. It sounds like a Willy Wonka thing. So. It sounds something Willy Wonka-ish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So Bobby's parents came over and uh, we had a lovely weekend. Went to uh, Britzegarten, which is south of Neukölln, so really south of Berlin. Ooh. And it's a really, I've never been before. It's a really, really beautiful For like park. A, an Easter fire? Or? Um, there was an Easter celebration near it, just like a street thing, like one of those goofy festivals, you know, with like schlager music and, you know, those typical, you know, uh, carnival games. Festival? Not festival. Yeah. But like carnival? It was a carnival. Easter, was a, Easter carnival. Easter carnival. Called, yeah. Uh, and that was pretty funny. Yeah. Britza Garden was, uh, it's, it's giant. It's a huge park with a big lake in the middle and like, very bio- biodiverse and like little different kind of sections. like a botanical garden in a way yeah kind of like that yeah. but more of like a park feel to it hmm. and there's a bunch of beer gardens in there it's three euro to get into the actual park but once you're in you're in you can't skateboard there except you're right, on the you're weekends. right Alex once you're in you are once in. you're in you're in you can only <laughs> skateboard you leave, there you're out you've left it's true <laughs> and it's a funny rule you can only skateboard there on the weekdays not on the weekends no bikes allowed maybe because weekends it gets so busy that it's an accident. Yeah. No dogs allowed either. So, mm. but it's a great um, Sunday stroll place, oh. and the beer gardens are cool. It's a, it's a great place, and uh, yeah. How about yourself? You look you look great. <laughs> <laughs> I have my leg propped up. Uh, yeah. So I mean I mean you know what's going on, but yeah. Went to the hospital on Friday. Now my parents, I know you're listening. All good. This is why I haven't mentioned it to you guys yet because it's like such a stupid little thing. So, um, the short story of it is I was doing some, uh, you know, making some stuff, uh, on, some stuff. on Friday. And I was, I was just, I was just about to meet up with, um, uh, with you and Misha and some other friends. Right. And I was finishing doing some construction and, you know, I don't have a, uh, a Vekstadt or a garage or whatever. So, you don't. which is what my living room becomes when my wife is out of town as <clears throat> my living room becomes a, uh, like a little garage workstation. Anyways, working on some stuff. Had my DIY uh, table saw going, which works great, by the way. Also, DIY table <clears throat> t- t- DIY table saw sounds terrifying. Yeah, you just gotta like like any tool, you gotta just respect the hell out of it. Like, yeah. like you could you could oh, kill me in any second. So yeah, anyways, which oddly enough, the saw blade is not what got me because I was very safe around it. Is the um the, so that like the, the table the table saw? Of course, it's a table, right? Yes, and it has also has corners like any table does. And the, the corner of this table was um, a jagged piece of metal, apparently. Didn't nice. Know. And Great I just, design. And I just walked by it really quickly, like, as I was cleaning stuff up, hit my knee on the edge of the table. And, you know, kind of like when you stub your toe, you're like, ah, damn it. You know, you're like, that's, that's smart, you know, whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, but all good, all good, you know, like, after a few seconds. And I'm, and I'm more just annoyed because then I, and I have my, like, my nice black uh, jeans I like. I got a little ripped, a little hole in them. And I'm like, ah. Oh, you know, I, I, I just bought them like a couple months ago. It's like, so I'm more annoyed about the jeans. And then I'm like, ah, and my knee kind of hurt. And I was like, all right, let me look what kind of bruise I got. Pulled down my pants. And I like, have been rarely this shocked, gutted open like the, uh, like this, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe it's like eight centimeters, six, yeah, it's between six and eight centimeters long gash that was like so deep that my skin was just filleted open. And there was like a good, two three centimeter gap between the two oh, edges of the thing wow. and it was just epically deep and i could see like my kneecap moving underneath like and it was it was <clears throat> it's just like a like you know especially when you're expecting just to see like a normal little like cut like you'd normally get during you know like in during your life oh a little oopsies you know gross and it's just wide open and i and i and i was like oh 
that's uh, that's a hospital. Like you know, like <laughs> like when you have these kinds of energy inter- uh, injuries, you just like you know the ones that like that's a, I got to go to a hospital. Like that's you can't leave that. That's not going to mend itself. No. You, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But now it's like seven p.m. and I'm just annoyed because I know hospitals like that's a five hour stay, right? right. Like that's you, that's your whole night gone. And it's all, I know I'm not meeting up with you guys, whatever. Plus, yeah, my, now my leg is gashed open, I'm bleeding, and it's like the classic calling your wife like, okay, I'm fine. But, but which hospital do you think is, cl- is closer to our house? You know, basically, like, I, I literally ask her, which one do you think? She's like, what? What? You know, and I'd tell her. She was freaking out, of course. Um, but anyways, um, but because I was prepared and I know how long you waited, like, as I'm hobbling around, just bleeding, you know, down my leg, I'm, like, loading, like, books and snacks and water into a backpack because, like, I, I want to be prepared, you know, for this long hospital stay, right? Got all my stuff, get over, and I went to the Bundeswehr Hospital, which is the um, the military hospital. Military one, yeah. Kind of like in the States, I'd equate it to, like, um, Walter Reed Medical Center. That's kind of, like, where all the soldiers go, right? Um, but normal people can also walk up and be like, fix me. Yeah. So I went there. That's, and where, I went, that's where I went for my uh, my head. Yeah, 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 exactly. The same spot where Alex jabbed it, which I don't even know how, because when you, when you touch the top of a of a glass bottle, it's so smooth, right? But somehow it, that indented, like into your head but yeah same place but anyway so i went and luckily <laughs> luckily or not um the gash was big enough that because it, it was like a five six hour wait that they they saw me after about like i want to say an hour of waiting so like not that bad yeah and they had to get stitches they stitched me up and everything and uh yeah there you go the, the most annoying part is just that the gash happened on my knee which of course as you walk or do anything it moves but, right, but you can't. So knees four. But you don't want to move it because it'll break open your stitches and ruin the healing. So I have to like hobble around with trying to keep my leg as straight as possible. So um, any plan I had on the weekend was just gone. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm at home doing nothing <laughs> the whole weekend. So there you go. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, half an hour wow, later. This is the longest intro ever. Shit, that's right. It's a shuffle. That, that, those are shuffle topics. There, there you go. True. Let's uh, let's talk about the whiskey we're drinking today. And again, we're doing the flashback series. So. Today, we have the Cavalan Single Malt Whiskey. This is a Taiwanese whiskey. Ooh, out of Taiwan. Straight out of Taiwan, I think. Correct if I'm wrong. You probably don't know. That's what the rappers say, right? Straight out of Taiwan. That's what it says, straight out of Taiwan. Uh, This we drank in episode 22. Which happens to be the, by pure coincidence, the episode after the flashback whiskey series whatever we had last week right so yeah that was 21 yeah just by happenstance really i just kind of grabbed this off my shelf and brought it over so anyways uh let's pop it open and see if we like it as much as we did the first time let's do it hmm there you go obviously it's not a uh it's very deep it's 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 lost it's the bottle's uh pretty pretty empty yeah so uh Hmm. different different technique you just use there they normally use did i didn't didn't see it like a big twist like instead you said you tried you move the glass instead of the bottle Interesting. Ooh, from over here, I can smell it. Mm, smell good? Oh, Lord. Yeah, smell that before you drink it. That's a, that's a spicy meatball. Ooh. Ooh, okay. yeah. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, I'm, I want to drink this. I, I think I remember that we liked it, but I can't remember completely. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Yep. We did like it because I like it now. Yeah, true. And Ooh. before we get back into the sh- before we get into the shuffle, even though we we've been kind of shuffling already, true. Uh, please, you know, leave us a, if you want to leave us a five star review on Apple Podcast. Always appreciate it. Helps people find a podcast. Blah blah blah. Check out the website agdwpodcast.com. dot do say it's the greatest website in the whole wide world. I once heard somebody say it in the Burmese jungle. <laughs> wow. So. This shit travels. I, I, I thought you were going to say her in the hospital, but that, that works too, Jeff. And I'll just check out her Instagram. That would have made more sense. Yes. And also check out her Instagram. <laughs> Maybe I leaped too far. Which is at americans.in.germany.podcast. Instagram stuff on there. Um, just, you know, gramming up. And without further ado, German shuffle number 18, 30 minutes later after we started. First one is our first shuffle. Which we've talked about before, but I have to I have to reiterate this because it's just laughable how on spot on it is. Is that the myth of the German rail, the Deutsche Bahn being on time and efficient, is so crap? Because I think only Americans believe that, and no one else. Because quite literally, any time, every time, not any time, every time, <laughs> me, my wife, or together solo have visited her parents in Western Germany. 
both travel there and back has been screwed up in some way or another. And just as a joke, like this last Friday when she left, like after, she, you know, it was like an hour after she got on the train. I was like, I was like, hey, was it typical Deutsche Bahn? Was it late? And she's went, yeah. And then on the way back, I had to stop something on the tracks late. But like, it's, it's just it's laughable at this point. It's like it's just oh, there's always something Now it's never like huge. Never like it's not like at hours. Right. But it's right. just like it's just never on time. Yep. Yep. Well, no, 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 nothing yeah, bad there. I, that's that's the last time I'm gonna mention it. It's just like it's just confirmed. It's just it's crap. Really grinds your gears. Deutsche Bahn, get this. Get, let's, let's get going. Well, actually, she, well, where's all this? Where's the, Germany's like the biggest con in the world. Why is money not being like injected well, into the Deutsche Bahn? Come she on. told me that one of the reasons was delayed the first time was it was a bunch of teenagers on the tracks who like vandalize and stuff like that. Like, what can you do? Well, like, there's always people. Even in Berlin, somebody on the track, police action on the track. Like, let's. Can we just start like I don't know hitting these teenagers or what? What can we do to get them off the track? Like why? <laughs> nope. are they, why are they playing on the track? Like this thing. We, we have to. We, 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 I think we need to fix the German education system. Like, <laughs> okay, you're, you're a kid to teacher, right? Teach your kids. Track, track, play. No, as as no a, play. <laughs> what? It's not how you talk to children, Jeff. Track, no. Uh, I think well, yeah. if they're cavemen, then yeah. As a, as a society, why why when we're 15 years old we playing on train tracks? I did too. So, I mean, their train lines didn't work. But. Yeah, think, yeah, the tracks that we played on, a train comes like once a week, right? They're so inactive. These are like ice E trains coming at like 200 kilometers an hour. You know, like, why are you playing I don't know. I don't know. We, we, we got we to think about ourselves as a society. We, yeah, Germany's got to like take a hard look at this what's is, going on here. This is, like, what is big, this crap? This is the biggest problem with the German youth with to think about and take, look in the mirror is stop. Why are we playing on the train tracks? What are we doing here? Mm. Or even just put up signs. They play? Question mark? No. no. <laughs> And you, you know that classic, like, the, yeah, the, the, hand, the hand, like, talk to the hand, like, that Germany uses for, like, construction sites As, as we all know, teenagers love following rules and signs, so. Ooh, so we put one of them that says, please play please on the track, and they're like, yo, Wait. yo, daddy-o, I don't follow your rules. That's not, yeah. that's not shizzle. But they, <laughs> they stay away from the tracks. <laughs> Gonna eat over here. God, we're talking <laughs> such shit. All right, uh, let's do the next one. Um, so this is interesting. So I, uh, I started a band uh, a few months ago. And because I've been trying to play music for like 10 years I've been here. I haven't played music in a long time. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing some drums. And obviously in the States, you always have someone's garage or basement or attic to play in, you know, in the Unless suburbs. Unless you live in any large city than the... There's a large city, yeah. Like, where I'm in, from at least. Even New York or Chicago, wherever, like... So I'm sure this exists also in New York, Chicago, other places around the world. I'm sure it does. I'm just, I'm guarantee it does because it makes money and people make things to make money. But... I think it's interesting. And so we practice at these places. There's a few of them around the city. They're called Proberaum, so practice rooms. Yeah, sure. And they're like just a whole place. You walk in, you have, you could rent guitars and basses, keyboards, microphones, whatever. Go to a soundproof room. They have a drum kit already in there. And we're talking about like, like you're not paying by the month. It's like, this is one off. Like we just want to play for an hour. Yeah, I want to play for an hour. Three hours. hours Yeah. Uh, and they have a drum kit already in there, and so you can just go in. They have all like really nice high high end amps and everything like that, and speakers. And yeah, you can just go in, pay. It's like something like fourteen an hour, fifteen an hour, and jam for as long as you want, as long as you pay for. It. And it's fantastic, and it works so well. And like I'm playing drums right now, so they build like the fact I don't have to buy a drum kit, keep it somewhere, soundproof a room. Or even rent out a space somewhere else. I have to pay rent for. Plus, like I think also in Europe, like space is scarce, especially right. in apartments. And to lose a whole because you would with a drum, real drum kit, you would lose your whole a whole room, right? right. A guest yes. room. To lose that, to just okay, that's what I play once a week. And, and in that's an apartment, it. you yeah. can't play it anyway. It's way too loud, right? Yeah. You know. So I, I don't know. I, I just thought it was something I wanted to mention. That's really cool. And we went to a different one actually yesterday. There's other place we go to. Also fantastic. Also similar priced. So it's just, I don't know, it's a really cool way. So, uh, and it was also cool. There's also community there. You know, they have like, um, I see sometimes they have like a big, uh, what's it called? Like tech board. Bulletin like, board, oh, yeah. Bulletin board. Like, hey, looking for a drummer, looking for a singer. Hey, I'm a guitarist Super looking for a band. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So it also has, kind of builds a bit of community as well. Did you guys well. post on there when you were looking for a singer? No, we didn't because we just started, we didn't really, yeah. we weren't really looking until someone just kind of fell on our lap. Ooh. Serendipitously, sexy. Yeah, very sexy. So uh, yeah, and, when, and also uh, when, when our when our album drops, I'll uh, I'll, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> nice. Another solution you got is you bought an electric drum kit, which allow, right. which allows you to play in an apartment and not annoy people because you're wearing headphones and you know like yeah. Yeah, I got one of those for uh, for practice. 
I, I remember them being a thing like a decade ago when I was playing in a band, but not like they weren't very good. And, and, and I think I think what you got at, at the price that you got it ten years ago, those, those, those features, those, yeah, it would be non-existent, or those features would have cost a thousand dollars, or like really expensive, right? Like, yeah, and, and this was not for, for you know for a musical instrument. Uh, it was not that expensive, and it's uh, it's really impressive. Like it's pressure sensitive. It's like it's it's really cool. Cool. So if you if you live in a Munich or a Berlin or Ham- Hamburg or whatever, and you're like, I have to give up playing because it's too loud, or whatever. Whether you play guitar or whatever, there are spots you can go, and they're inexpensive, yeah. and you can just jam randomly when you want to, and you don't have to pay like five hundred a month. You just pay for the time you want, and that's it. And know? it's great. The place you went to as well, they sold beer at the counter too. So you know you can go into the room, you can drink your beer. Like they don't care, that's which dangerous. is I find insane. You know, it's like a lot of expensive equipment in there. But yeah, you can drink a beer, play, and just enjoy yourself. It's it's very cool, and I I love the idea that that exists. You know, it's weird in movies. They always say like. In Europe, you can buy a beer at a McDonald's. Have you ever seen beer sold at a German McDonald's? Yeah. I bought beer at German McDonald's. I've never seen it sold or seen somebody buy a beer or drink a beer at a German McDonald's. It's, it's, it's usually uh, on tap. Yeah, but I've never, and I've been to many a, a McDonald's, like I've never, so it's like, this is a rare, scarce thing. Like, like movies make it seem like it's happening all the time, but like, I don't, I, I've I, never seen one person walk away from the counter with a beer in their hand. I don't think many people once. do it. Hey, go to McDonald's next time. Ask for it. See if, see if they have it. Mm. Maybe, maybe he's never noticed it, but every but, time I've tried to, they've always had it. So weird. Yeah. Just never seen it. Never done it. Like um, one time I was in a small village, uh, where we went to, um, this is the, this theme park, like three hours away. And so we stayed steam park theme park. Okay. Uh, like you're speaking weird tonight. roller coasters, <laughs> rides, you know, whatever. And we're in this little village about a half hour away and there was nothing open. And it was kind of late. We're like, oh, I want to get a beer somewhere. So we walked a half an hour away to a McDonald's. And that's where we got our beer for the night. So nice. that does exist. Okay. Nice. Uh, next. And this one has to do with German hospitals. And the okay. reason I bring this up is because of my recent experience from a few days ago. A few days ago, as I just mentioned. Now, this is the thing that I find annoying. Because it fits right to my personal medical situation. It does. It happened recently. Now, in, in the U.S. Yes. You have, I would say, three different kinds of options in terms of uh, healthcare, in terms of uh, places to go. Yeah. You have the classic GP, general practitioner, meaning like a, just a normal doctor, your, your house arzt, as they house call arzt. it. You know, you're just like your, your normal doctor, right? And that's for, you guys going something wrong, but you don't need like help this second, you know? Yeah. like I, I, get, I, I get the flu. I book an appointment for a few days from now, whatever. It can wait, you know, whatever. Or, My or, toe's really hurting. Yeah, 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 whatever. Then on the other end, there's the, I've been shot, or I have uh, cut my arm off uh, with my table saw. I need, I need to go, like, I'm about to die. I need to go to the hospital, right? I was playing on the train tracks and Jeff slapped me. (laughs) Exactly. But then there's the in-between, which is like what I had, where I have a serious cut. It is not life-threatening, but it needs to be dealt with now, right? I, I can't wait five days for an appointment. And good luck in Germany, even in five days getting an appointment in Germany. It's it's weeks, right? Um, For what? To get a general appointment anywhere for anything. Like oh yeah, yeah. For 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 uh, for any kind of medical issue, but but in the U.S. What we have is we have an in between which is called an urgent care. Now True. it is it is open um, quite late. At least in, in my small town, small town is open to like 10, 11 p.m. Pretty late. Um, sometimes even later, and depending on where you live, and it's open for people to just come in that day, that moment, see a doctor. But who their thing is not life threatening, so they don't have to go to a hospital. So it's a, it's a beautiful in between where I would have gone if I was in the states to get my stitches because I, I think it's usually a place for like concussions and stitches, stitches, or you break your arm, or um, maybe like you have like you're definitely like you have, you have food poisoning, right? It's not going to kill you, but like you're feeling really crap, and you're like I really, I need something, I need like a anti uh, what I don't know whatever you know uh, nausea whatever you know. emodium whatever. Um, but Germany does not have this in between, does not have the urgent care, so. If you have anything over a headache, you got to go to the goddamn hospital. And if you have a, th- if, and if you don't have an open gash like me or whatever, you're going to be waiting five, six hours at that hospital. Yeah. Because there's people who have things. And even what, once I shattered my arm, completely broke it. They made me wait five, six hours Oh my god! in the worst pain ever. I still wasn't important enough for them to see me. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, Germany doesn't need that in between, man. Like, but they don't have that urgent care, that in between, yeah. Yeah, which is, I find annoying. Yeah, no, fair. Uh, yeah, and I think especially in a city where if you're going for, you know, broken arm, which is pretty a big deal, but we live in a giant city with a lot of messed up things happening. So it's probably people like 
getting shot and getting stabbed and you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. ODs, stuff like that. That has to be taken care of right now. Where like your arm, pretty urgent, but it's pretty urgent and it's like life threatening urgent. Yeah. So I also I'm saying like it's it's interesting that Germany doesn't have that in between. And also what's interesting, I find interesting, is that in general, I've because I've been to five German hospitals, I find German hospitals to be very crappy. Like they're not clean. They're not modern or high tech. Like um, American hospitals are very clean, very high tech, like very up to date. Most of the hospitals I've been to in Berlin and Munich and everything are very outdated, like 30, 40 years old, outdated. And God, when I broke my arm, I went to go to the bathroom. Ba- bathroom wall was just sprayed with blood and blood all over it and stuff. Oh. It's very like it's not what you would expect from Germany. Like they're not that. Uh, I think a lot of us do lighting, too. I noticed when I was there, like. Just the lighting was just this yellow light, mm. you know, not this white light, which you expect at a hospital. And I hate right. white light, but at a hospital, I want a nice white light because it feels cleaner. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's a small difference, but I think it's a big difference. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I find it interesting that like, because Germany, like biggest commie in Europe and stuff like the hospitals aren't that like Charité, though, I, I'd say is probably the nicer ones I've been that to. That nice. But I've been to a few others in Berlin. I've been to, yeah, the Bundeswehr. I've been to the Vivantes at uh, Volkspark Friedrichshain. Very outdated and just like not what yeah, you expect it, from Germany. I, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it, even though, um, like, don't let it put you off, listener, because Germany does actually have really, really high quality healthcare ranked in the world. But it does it, it simply when you go to like a house house, when you go to your your GP, uh, you're going as like an apartment building in like a dumpy old apartment from 1910. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is, this is. Well, it depends. Like, I went to House House like, today and it was like an actual medical center and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, those yeah. exist, of course. Yeah. But, you know, where I live, I've been to a few different doctors around my area and they're all just like in an apartment building. Like, like an like, Altbau apartment or whatever. Yeah. And like, just like yeah. ring your friend's house. You go, like, is this the right door? And you walk in. And it's like, it's set up. You know, there's a waiting room. There's a doctor's office. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's not actually but somebody's it, apartment. Like, no, no. Like, maybe, maybe 100 years ago it was, but it's, it's now, it looks like at a doctor's office. It, it, it does, but it still looks like an old apartment. You know, it has right. like the the same ceilings. It might have like the old floors. It doesn't yeah. feel like that bright, clean, new doctor's office. Right. Yeah. Not, again, not bad. Just different. Different. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say I'd rather go to an American hospital than a German hospital. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. In but, terms of in terms of cleanliness and just modernization and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I hear I'm you. not saying the doctor doctors are better or worse, but like just in terms of like I think conditions, it's like, like, like psychologically, like when you're in pain and you're in a hospital, it's a terrible place to be. I'd rather look around and be like, oh, look, like this shit looks modern as opposed to being like, this looks like I might die tonight. Yeah. Like when my arm was broken and then they just left me in this hallway for like an hour and I really had to pee. And so then I stumbled around, found the bathroom and then like I'm already like the worst pain ever having the worst night ever. It's like 5 a.m. And then like the whole bathroom door and the whole bathroom has just sprays of blood everywhere. Yeah, then it, then I'm just like, where am I? Like, what country is this? Is it supposed to be, you know, like, like you know, me like, it just, put, just, just, I'm already psychologically low, and then that happens, and then you're just like, you're like, oh man, come on, Germany, like, come on. That's you know? pretty messed up. Oh, yeah. uh, did you like go like to the wrong bathroom? No, no, it was the, it was this, it was the normal hall bathroom for patients to use. Yeah. Jesus. Wait, what, what do you mean the wrong one? Did you mean there's the one for vampires with blood everywhere? Yeah. Like, no, like, <laughs> like maybe there's like a, a surgeon bathroom where it's like, ah, oh, there's well, blood where, everywhere. There's still just spray. <laughs> you have no time to clean it because it's covered in blood because they're surgeons. I don't know. That's what surgeons do, right? They just get covered in blood. I just have this image of this guy with like, like a hole in his jugular. And but he doesn't know it, right? So he's just like whist- he's just whistling, using the toilet, wiping his butt, like washing his hands. It's just blood is just continually just spraying everywhere as he because like that's what it looked like. It was just everywhere. And then I was like, I was like, and you, you still said, "Scrum, I'm just gonna pee here." No, but the thing is, I had been holding it for like hours at this point, Wait. and it, it was like, it was pee. And I, I but now, trust me, like peeing myself sounded almost like a better option because uh, yeah. But then eventually, what I did is I got like fifty paper towels put put them on each hand and like made like gloves of the paper towels and then just like touch everything like that like oh my yeah. god but yeah yeah interesting now <laughs> now nobody wants to move to germany i know right yeah like we said don't come to berlin anymore go to go somewhere else <laughs> give the rent down next you want to talk about pumping gas in germany i would love to talk about pumping gas in germany <laughs> uh this is this, this this is a fun one this is coming from the two people that do not own cars no. but, yeah and cannot drive but we have pumped gas once in our life and i have been and I have been in a few, a few you've, cars. You've witnessed people pump gas. I've witnessed it. I sat in. I've seen your girlfriend pump gas many a time. Yeah. What was that look? I don't know. I just lost a train of thought. <laughs> I've been in a car. We drove back from Poland a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He looked at me like, how have you, how have you seen my girlfriend pump gas? Yeah, I, was, I was thinking about that. I was like, how, wait, when? And then I remember. Dare you, see like, my, dare you look at my girlfriend? How dare you pump- look at her when she's pumping gas? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, remember, yeah, remember so, she asked the Polish guy, like, hey, which one do I put in the, the thing? No, I remember now. Yeah, okay. It wasn't that long ago. For yeah, some yeah. reason, I, I, I okay. blocked... I blocked that okay. Poland trip out of my memory because okay. it was just so much. Me and her aren't taking like, like secret road trips without you or anything. Like. <laughs> if, you, if you weren't, actually, I feel like I, that, that's pretty cool. Want to go to Munich for the weekend? Don't relax. <laughs> I know he really, he really wants to go to this place, but we'll, we'll go. Anyways, uh, yeah. In the United States of America, yes. Uh, when you wanted to get pump your gas, you usually go inside and you say, I want 20 bucks on pump three, or you put your credit card in. And you pump the gas and it charges you. You, you have you to pay before you pump. You pay before you pump. Yeah. Uh, because why would they give you a product without you paying for it? Right. You know? And I know in I know New Jersey and I think a few other states, you can't pump your own gas anyways. Which also True, but even in that situation, you, still pay you, ha- you have to give the guy your credit card or cash before right. he does anything. In Germany, you can pull right up to the gas station, pull that little nozzle out, stick it into your car, and pump your gas. Yeah, it's the opposite. You pump, yeah. you pump, then you pay. And you pay very, after. Very, which is very German, because in Germany, there's a lot of things that are weirdly on the honor system. You yes. know what I mean? But again, I've always said, like, if you just tape some um, cardboard over your license plate, like, you could just drive away and they would never get you. Right, because I think I was like, how do you get caught? And they're like, oh, there's there's cameras, obviously, that right. take a picture license plate. And I'm sure there's cameras of seeing your face. But I guess if you did wear a mask and... Yeah, hey, it's covid Got my mask on. I mean, duct tape on the license plates, and then not we, not that difficult to do, yeah. to be honest. I, but I mean, I've never don't do it. I don't think it's not like a thing. I mean, I don't think it's a thing. No, because like, like you said, a lot of German things on the honor system. That's just that's just a cultural thing, I guess. But it, it is interesting seeing it, like just seeing someone step out of a car, and oh, and also the credit card things aren't outside. You have to go inside and pay inside. Mm, that's I, annoying. I haven't seen any. Maybe maybe the newer. I don't know. We're not cars. Yes, but they're at the the pump. The pump right. has their own credit card, little slotties. What's good about that though is when it was what I learned uh, now in the states. It was, it was a bit when I lived there, but I guess now it's pretty hardcore. At least I noticed it when I was there last time. Is you know when you're pumping your gas, there's a little TV screen there, you know, for you know the card or whatever, and now it just like screams advertisements on you as you're pumping yeah. your gas, and holy hell, <laughs> that is those probably the most annoying American thing. I've like, it, it, it was so irritating sitting there. It's only three, four minutes of my time, but it's the same like three ads over and over again, just screaming at you. Yeah. While you're, you're already doing something you don't want to do. You're spending money you don't want to spend. To be fair, you're there for like three minutes though. Three minutes. I know it's life. not a long yeah. time, but it's like, do we need advertisements everywhere? Can we just, I'm, I'm buying the gas. But I totally get it. Cause like, I bet you that um, gas station owner has like increases profits like double because I'm sure they now, have now like these companies have to pay to be on their TVs. Like that's, so that's just great income. But a lot of it was like advertising. Like I was pumping at, at Shell, and it's like Shell gas. I'm, I'm here. You, like you did it. <laughs> you got me. You got me already. Yeah. You don't need to advertise you while I'm already in you. Actually, that's fair. It should, it should at least be like cars. Like sh- like I mean, the new Chevy F150 pickup truck. I don't mind it if it's you know like a silent ad. Like I remember back in the day, it used to be like inside uh, buy two drinks for 150. It's like oh cool, I'll go Which inside. Is fair, get because that. that's fair. Maybe you're like hmm, I could use a big thing of Cheetos. But now it's like <laughs> like oh my god, calm down. <laughs> So it's so blazingly loud. It's like when I was in New York and you're in the back of the taxi cab. Yes. And the 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 headrests from the people in front have yeah, have advertisements. Like, in your, Hi, in your I'm fit, Jimmy Fallon in, in your, your car. Fit, and it's like, like, oh, get out of here, Jimmy Fallon. It's like, no, I'm sorry. You're already charging me up the ass with this taxi ride. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, not uh not should, good. Should we talk about two more and then Okay. So uh next one is flying in Europe. Not that safe. Not that safe. Now, this isn't a one-off. And I know you've experienced it, and I've experienced it like 20, 30 times over the past 10 years. Yeah. It it, it is a gold standard in in Europe. So what happens normally, at least in the States, you buy a ticket to fly on a plane. You go to the airport, right? Mm, Yes. And before you go into the security area, they check you have a ticket. They check your ID. They make sure the names match. So that way... Like because certain people like known terrorists are on um, lists, they can't, right. they're not allowed to fly. So that way, if they like, oh, oh, you can't fly, like you know, whoopsie daisies. But in Europe, they never check your ID ever. So if you yeah. want, if you want to be a criminal, you want to fly, come to Europe because they all they do is they they ask for your of your plane ticket. Like the, the past like ten times I've flown, they never ask to see my ID once. Yeah, which I is remember really really not safe. One like, time they did ask, and I was like, oh. Oh, well, that that makes sense. I should probably show you my ID. But you're right. A lot of that time, they just kind of, you kind of just scan your uh, your, your ticket, ticket on your phone, beep, and you just walk and right the through. And arm walks, and then 
and then you go to get on the plane and, and they always like announce, okay, have your IDs and your tickets ready. But then they never check your IDs. They just check your, they just, again, scan your tickets as you board. And they, in the past few times, they, and, and including first years I lived here, like it's not a new thing. It's been happening. I mean, like, I, I always do like, uh, I mean, 99% of the time I do the pre-check-in, you know, so I just walk into the airport and it's great security and get through. So I'm assuming when I scan, it's like, oh, that my information is on that card, no, right? But that, no, but, but there's no confirmation that I am exactly. the person. I'm, I don't I'm, just stole my phone. I'm saying like somebody on like a watch list who can't fly, right? Could like mug you on your way to the airport, just take your phone, just scan it. Hey, I'm Alex. Like right. no, nobody's checking that you are Alex because they all they care is, do you physically have the ticket? Great. Then you're the guy, you know, yeah, like, it, but it, they it, never check that the, the ID matches the name on the ticket. You know what yeah, I mean? And I haven't read about, you know anything happening here but maybe it does I, I don't know but it is interesting they should probably check to make sure my ticket yeah. matches my face because in u.s they do it like i've never had them not yes. check um so yeah it's i don't know why europe does, it seems like a really easy security thing to do it takes a few seconds so i don't know why they don't do it it's interesting it, it is interesting i don't i don't get it either yeah but uh here we are here we are <laughs> it's what it is right? <laughs> i mean it's what it is i'm not i'm not, I, I'm not gonna not fly you know uh, and, and the last one is, uh, what is the last one? Well, I think this one's for you actually. I'm reading right now and I'm reading it and reading it for you. I'll read it pretending I'm, no, you read it. Okay. Here we go. Sure. It makes sense for me to read. Now this one is once in a while when I, <laughs> when people actually ask, you know, where you're from, I don't, I don't really get that that often because I've lived in Germany so long. You know what I mean? It was, I think it was more the first year or two, you know, people asking like, Oh, where are you from? Where are you from now? Nobody cares. Right. Um, also, you're also not meeting as many new people anymore either. Right, because you got your friend circle, you got your job, you got your everyone friend. else can yeah. go away. But like, and this is not a, again not a new thing either either. Um, but it's just something that like popped up again when I was at the um, hospital. The nurse and the doctor both, you know, just having conversation. Hey, where are you? Because they could tell I'm not German. Where are you from? And I said, and then I said, I'm from California. And the response I get almost from every German from now from now back till ten years ago is they'll be like, "Why did you trade?" <laughs> California for Germany like you did it backwards like why would you leave California for Germany because and, and especially during winter they'll be like it's like nice weather there right now right and I'm like yeah like why are you here like why <laughs> did you move like why why like that's that's the the absolute first thing any German says when I say I'm from California they'll be like why which I get it because California is beautiful and has great weather and yeah and so part of me always does ask kind of when they when they mention I'm like Hmm, that's a good point. Why did I Interesting move here? question. Yeah. I don't know. And actually, my wife asked me that, because uh, I was telling her when I, the, when I came back from the hospital, uh, I was like, I was telling her that. And she was like, she's like, actually, yeah, why did you move here? And I was like, oh, to meet you. And she's like, eh, you could have met, met a girl in California. Yeah, meeting a blonde girl. You could have met a blonde girl in California, man. <laughs> uh, um, so but when, when people ask you, do you just say from California? Straight up? Yeah. Okay. Well, because well, everyone knows California. Is, I'm lucky enough to be from a state. Like, right. I, don't, I don't have to preface it with United States. I, like, I think if you live, if you're from New York, California, Texas, probably. Yeah. Like, there's a few. There's like probably like five key states that that any European they've heard of it, right? But like, Europeans haven't heard of North Dakota, or you know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah, that's that's why I ask because every time people ask me, mm. on, right in my head as beginning, I'm just like, oh god. Here Cause like, oh, I'm from the states. I'm like, oh, which state? Literally, Jeff. This is how it goes the every time. This is how it goes every time. From the states. Oh, cool. Which state? And I'm like, Rhode Island. It's the smallest state. And they're like, oh, New York. No, not New York. That's Long Island. Oh, Long Island. So Rhode Island is it an island? No, it's not an island. Why is it called Rhode Island then? I don't know. It's just called <laughs> Rhode Island. And I'm like, and I always say it's three hours north of New York City. And they're like, so New York. I'm like, no, it's not. Mm, it's not New York. It's its own. Like it's own Bundesstaat, it's own Bundesstaat, mm. which is like state, and it just kind of goes back and forth for a little bit. And I'm like, and I'm like, you want to see a map? They're like, sure. <laughs> and they still can't see on the map either because I can't get a high quality image. And by enough then you're to like, zoom in where there's not no pixels. And so. don't, you, don't you get to the point where like none of this matters? Like all you like, do you really care where I'm from? Like, I'm yeah. At, at the end, yeah. it's like you know what? It's it's it's. I'm like, what, usually when I say three hours north of New York and an hour south of Boston, they're like, oh okay. East Coast, right? I'm like, fuck, yeah, yeah, it's north, Northeast. You should just say East Coast. Yeah, because I, I stopped telling people the city I'm from in California because it's a tiny 10,000 person town, you know what? And it's it's near Santa Cruz, right? Which is slightly bigger, but still not every European. So like, if, if I said my actual city name, nobody's heard of it. That's like, oh, well, it's next to Santa Cruz. What's that? And, Jeff, and, the so, fact so, you're even thinking about your city name. I don't really, I don't, I don't, no, don't no, ever ask my city. No, 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 but, but that's why like when people ask where you're from, I just say, 
San Francisco, even though I'm, I don't, I'm not from there, but I'm, I'm like 45 minutes away. But like, and it makes you seem every, way cooler. Yeah, well, everyone knows San Francisco, right? So yeah, yeah, you should just do the same, like East Coast, New York, Boston. But, I'm from no, Boston. But the thing like, is, like, <laughs> I'm not saying from New York. There's no way in well, hell I'm ever gonna Boston, say that. Boston's pretty cool. Boston's pretty cool, but at the same time, is like, no, like, <laughs> no, <laughs> we're our own state. <laughs> we have rights. <laughs> no, but I'd say like, if it was somebody like it's in passing, you're never gonna see this person again. I'd be fine lying and be like, yeah, I'm from New York, fine. Like, does that, does that make you feel better? Okay. I'm from New York, whatever. Oh God. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a two minute conversation and you never see this person again. I can't say from New York. Cause, cause do you want to waste the, the two minutes of that two minute conversation trying to explain what, what Rhode Island is? You know I mean, what I mean? It's, it's, I, it, usually when I, when, it, when those conversations happen at this point, I'm not even thinking about it anymore. It's just kind of like my brain goes into an automatic mode where I kind of black out and my brain has the same conversation I've had at least 50, 60 times. It's like a script because like yeah. you've, you've said it so many times. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, you go into autopilot mode and suddenly like, I am Rhode Island. Nope, it's not New York. Nope, also not Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to see on a map? I may show you. Oh, there's not enough pixels to show you, but it's right over here. You can't see it under my finger. It's the same thing every time. Mm. And then you go to Google Maps. Google Maps doesn't show you like the good border. Why is it called Rhode Island? Let's find that out. At least Long Island is an island. Well, well you said the longest name in the States. Smallest state, longest name. It was called the state of Rhode Island. The about, smallest state? It was the smallest state <laughs> with you're, the longest you're name. You're speaking weird tonight. Man, I, it's been a week. What, Rhode Island had the longest name? Yeah, they what just changed mean? like two years ago. Rhode Island is like the short It name. was called the state of Rhode Island and the Providence Plantations. Oh, yeah, I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. But they changed it because, you know, like plantations don't have the greatest... Um, I think there's a word plantation of doesn't have the greatest connotations yeah. to it. So. But you can have a slaveless plantation. No, I know, but I think they're just like they don't no, I know, I know, like I know. dealing with it. Because probably when it was named, slaves were probably a thing, I'm guessing. I mean, it was up north, but I'm I'm sure there's still slaves up there. Mm. Right? I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. At at some point slaves were a thing, and then there's like a few people within that community that are like, This is wrong, and then you know it's kind of like, you know. Yeah, that's true. Kind of like a thing. Abolitionists they're called. Yes, Anyways, that's Harry Tubman. That's the Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass. That is, um, that's a shuffle. It's done. Give me a little splash there. Let's 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 give a little, my my mouth a little reminder of this uh, Cavalan. I give you a little splash, boy. Go, go. Mm, Alex, why am I hearing a jingle jangle of a smaller bottle? Yeah, we have two glasses. We have two <laughs> bottles here. Don't worry about it. It's all Cavalan. I brought mine over. Jeff, you have yours here. Yours is the real bottle, not the fake bottle. If you guys remember, you split the bottles. Now we're not. It's uh, we don't have time to explain all this. We don't have time to explain it. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. That's just a good whiskey. It's a good whiskey. It's got a bit of a spiciness to it that I really like. Spicy, sweetness, smooth, and smooth, and it's got a burn. It's got I, a burn. I, I miss a burn when it's not there. It's kind of got everything you you'd want in a in a whiskey. Mm. So I'm liking this Cavalan, and I'm I'm pretty sure I liked it back in the day. Think so too. Wait, episode, what was it? 21? 22. 22. And we're at 142. 40, 142. 120 episodes ago. Yes. How, how many decades is that? Jesus Christ. About two years. Wait, but before <laughs> we look, we, 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 have to, we have to say our, our number. Before, <clears throat> All right. Because we're, we're going to look up what we said before, okay. but we have to say it first now. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with an 8.42. Interesting. Yeah, I, like I really it. like it. I, I like I like it a lot. I'm really happy. Eight point eight point three for me. Three point three. Yeah, because I haven't had this in a long time, so I'm really happy. Like I'm, I'm happy to take this bottle back home and uh, drink it because I like it a lot. And this is the Cavalan Classic, so I would I would assume that Cavalan uh, Cavalan has uh, a wide variety. Yeah, sounds like um, it. Be nice someday to try them because um, this is the. The cheapo one, I guess. True. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, I'd love to try the other ones. What, what, what did we say last time? So I, I have the webpage open here. I didn't look at what we gave before, but look right now. So you gave it a 7.5, and I gave it a 76 out of 100. Also, it was a 7.6, I think. Yes. Okay. So, and, so, so like, we, we did like it for sure. We, we were edging towards an eight, right? Yeah. If you round up. And what did we, what, so I said, you said th- it's tasty. Well, I was going to read what I said. You oh, read yeah, what uh, you said. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead and be your own voices. I don't know. Never write my own audiobook. Hey, how do you sound? Pretend to be yourself. That's tasty. It's smooth, and then it turns into a, this long burn, which is interesting. I agree. And what did you say? I wrote, whoop. There it is. <laughs> it's something that tastes different from anything we've had. I like it. I could see that. Yeah. Because especially in the first 20 episodes, we hadn't had that much. And this would be a thing where you'd like, okay, that stands out, you know? True. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Whoop. There it is. So as time went on, we, um, 
enjoy enjoy it more. Yeah, interesting. Or if we had like so many bad whiskeys recently, that That's all, all, all these too. good these good ones are just like by comparison, we're stand like, out now. Yeah. yeah. Whoop. Actually, how how would you have said it? I probably said like whoop <laughs> whoop. I don't know. Whoop. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, everyone, I feel like my brain is bleeding out of my nose. So, um, is. It, it, yeah, well, if there was a uh, urgent care clinic, you could take me there. So, yeah. Um, bye. <laughs> uh, th- thank you guys for joining. I hope ho- if, if you're enjoying the flashback whiskey series, let us know. Uh, we, we're finding it fun because it is really fun. Because even when I, I don't know about you, but when I see that bottle, like memories from years ago come back, you know, like yeah. I, I, you can almost be like, oh, right, that one, you know. Especially because um, that was when we, were, when we were recording at my place, my old place. So it's even more like nostalgic there. Right. And that's when like the the sponsorship money was flowing like wine and paying for whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, again, thank you guys for uh, listening would again like to call out a special thank you to Ralph. You're great. Like you've absolute been, legend, you've been, Ralph. Been giving us great advice um, above and beyond. Uh, thank you so much. Like we truly um, appreciate all the information um, you give us. Uh, like anytime somebody helps you when they don't need to help you, there's part of you that's like, wow, that's that's but, just nice. Yeah, but yeah. Ralph, you have gone above. And beyond, and beyond that as well. So shout out, huge shout out to Ralph right there. Yeah, and, and to all of you who keep coming back and listening, um, it's it's amazing. Keep sending in those messages. We love it. And uh, whoop, Alex got one last thing to say to you. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. All right. Okay. Taiwan. Taiwan. <laughs>